When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. Yep, 0800 150 is uh, your opportunity uh, in the next uh, 15 to 20 minutes to, to give us a call if you like and uh, talk about uh, anything that you've uh, noticed in, over the weekend of sport or uh, since New Year or uh, even longer than that. Uh, interesting time for the Black Caps. Uh, going through a transitioning phase, really. Haven't uh, spoken to you since uh, the, uh, well, I'll say the, the demise of, or was it his choice? Kane Williamson is the test captain, uh, staying on as the one-day captain. Wonderful victory, actually, to beat uh, Pakistan in Pakistan. First time, I think, for uh, over 40 years we've been able to win a series of any sort on Pakistan soil. So credit uh, to the uh, Black Caps there. Uh, what did you make of uh, the captaincy, too, of... Uh, Tim Salvey, um, always uh, interesting uh, when you have uh, a long-term captain uh, and you have a new one coming across, Tim Salvey, who's been around the scene for a long time but not as captain, trying to do uh, for New Zealand cricket what Pat Cummins is doing for Australian cricket. So interesting to uh, hear your thoughts on those. A uh, bit of a downtime for uh, our rugby players. Uh, the golf uh, PGA just heating up again in the new year. Plenty to talk about. Uh, Cliffy from Dunedin, good morning to you, sir. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy to hear to you, Smithy. Nice to nice to hear you back. Nice to hear that you're going to be hanging around. Uh, yeah, shame about Sky. I think it's just just the way it is. I was talking to a, another guy who worked for Sky in the in the footy game, the rugby side, and he, he was he was let go. I just think sometimes they don't look at the real people that have got the real background. They it's just who you are at the time. I think sometimes, isn't it? You know, it is. So. Um, in, in my in my case, um, you know, the, there was uh, a situation where I perhaps um, could have stayed on and and um, done some stuff for them. Um, but I, I just, uh, in the end, uh, I wanted to make a clean break myself. I just, um, I, as I said, I, I've, I found commentating cricket again, particularly on the World Cup and and then in Australia, rejuvenating Cliff. So you know, at, at my tender old age. Uh, you don't get uh, too many options and you don't get too many um, chances uh, to, to take a new direction. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to do that. So uh, they're good people. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great people at Sky. They work very, very hard and they produce a good product. So uh, I wish them all the very best. But, yep, life's, life, as you say, it's a changing face on sport in this country and the way it uh, is to be brought to you. Yeah. No, I, I, I watched you on uh, Cricket in Australia I thought you certainly uh, lifted the game for them. I mean, they're an interesting group too. Um, the cricket, the cricket at the moment, ooh, it's a it's a bit of a hard listen about New Zealand cricket. I think they react; they're not progressive uh, with the Bolt business. To me, if Bolt didn't want to sign a contract, that was fair. It gave it to someone else. 
you don't have to play for New Zealand because you've got a contract. There'll be guys that are picked that might not even be on the contracted list. So to me, saying that Bolt shouldn't play test cricket, possibly, because he's not a contracted player, is, is a bit of an out. He's the best bowler we've got. So to me, if he's available, he plays. I mean, they're resting uh, Saudi and Williamson in this Indian uh, 20 series. Uh, you know, the, the, the captain and the vice captain or the past captain are both not playing. So to me, if they can have guys come in and out, to me, the bolt's in the same position. If he's the best player and he's the form player, he's still in form and he, the, the guy that to do it, you, you play him. No that's doubt in my mind. It. Yeah, that's the way I look at it too. If he's available and he's keen, and that's the thing. He's got to be dedicated. He's got to want to do it. There's no point uh, picking a guy who uh, wants to come back for the test match fee, but his heart and soul isn't in it. And that's not what test cricket is all about, uh, Cliff. His, his life is taking, uh, like uh, we've just been talking about uh, myself, actually. He's changed, uh, changed direction and he's looking at other um, things to do now and, and certainly maximise what he can do as his uh, fitness and, and his physical side of him comes towards the end of his career. So I, I don't blame him for that. I really don't blame him for that. But um, as you say, uh, it would be nice to have uh, Southie and Bolt opening up for us, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely. You know, I look at the Australian side. Most of the top players don't play 20 league. You know, they've got the money or whether they've got the money to give to their top players like Smith and Labashane and them so that they don't go and play in these other leagues. They're always available. They have a very good side and their test and, and their one day team and then their 2020 side is, can be quite different and that's a thing that we've got to go down that road. We need a 2020 coach, we need uh, a completely basically different side, maybe one or two players, maybe the spinners could still play in the 2020 team but to me that 2020 side has to be quite different um, to, give the, to give the test team the best uh, strength in its side. They don't want guys playing 2020 too much and swapping from one to the other. You know, if we send a team away and they play test matches, they send the test match side and then the, the other team comes in behind them and plays the 20s. But, you know, test match players can play 50s, but I don't think many of them should be playing 20s. What do you reckon? No, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, and that's the way uh, it is, is starting to trend. I, I really... And I, uh, can, uh, can, I'm concerned. I talk to a lot of people, Cliff, as you well know, in, in the cricket side of things over the last uh, six to eight weeks of, of doing a World Cup and then, of course, uh, uh, doing um, you know some uh, cricket for Fox, doing some test matches for Fox. Uh, the future of test cricket is a big, big issue that uh, a lot of people are thinking about now and who will actually play test cricket in the future uh, and whether we'll be involved, um, you know, Will uh, it'll be India? Uh, India will play what India want to play, and that'll get a lot of support. Uh, the Ashes will stay for quite some time, and let's hope it never goes. Um, and and then you look at um, the West Indies and and South Africa, and uh, the way they performed, which was very poor against Australia. You wonder about the depth of Test cricket in, in certain countries. So we have to be have to be very careful, be on our metal. Uh, we have to make sure that uh, when we front up, we're pretty strong. Um, otherwise, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be in trouble and, and uh, we need to make sure that our results are very strong. We went from being the World Test Champion to, I think, uh, at the moment, we sit second last on the table, miles and miles away 
from even being close to being part of it this year with uh, losses to um, some sides that uh, really, um, you know, uh, are sides that uh, we should have beaten and would have beaten over the years. Cliff, thanks very much for your call. And interesting indeed. Uh, what have we got next, Logan? Uh, you and me, mate. You and me. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, definitely have, like everyone else that is text through or Cliff calling through, appreciate the call, Cliff. Enjoyed watching you uh, and listening to you with the coverage both on Fox. And, of course, you did a little bit of a stint uh, with the SNZ well with uh, Waitley and the crew. How did you find it over there? How did you find commentating Big Bash? Uh, Big Bash is interesting. It's an entirely different style of commentary. Uh, you sort of sit back in a group of three and you just chat, uh, and the game goes on out the window. Uh, some people don't like it. Some people love it. They think it's fantastic. Um, so, uh, look, um, it depends who you work with and, and um, the focus on them. But they've got a great, uh, a great nucleus, a great uh, team of commentators across the board there. They get uh, current players in if they can. They get former players, of course. They've got one or two specialist broadcasters just to throw into the mix. So they um, they do it very, very well, and they put a lot of resources into it. There is a... There is a, a big school of thought, though, um, Logan, that, that says it's too long. Season's too long. Um, I think uh, game 43 last night in mm. season 12, game 43. So they're looking at perhaps cutting it back uh, to a much more abbreviated season. And that was one of the reasons why they had trouble with their, their free-to-air broadcaster, Channel 7. Channel 7 were, were thinking that it's way, way too long. Um, and, of course, the, the, more, the longer it goes on, um, the more it costs across the board. Uh, so... There'll be that side of it in there, but uh, they'll come back the other way and say, well, okay, um, season's less in terms of duration, less games, less pay, uh, you know. Uh, so it'll be a, a, a bit of a balance there in, in that regard. But Big Bash commentary, entirely different to um, any other style of commentary that, uh, that I've done, really. And then on the other end of that, of course, you're doing test cricket, MCG Boxing Day tests. Oh, to me personally, I don't know if they're – gets much better than that other than you know commentating their lords not something that i i would ever do you've you've done it mate but you got to st- stand alongside brian lara as well during that west indies series how was that yeah brian lara is someone i hadn't uh, got to know uh, really that well I, I i played against him right at the end of my career and the start of his really but uh brian lara is brian lara and he is the prince uh, known as the prince in, in cricketing terms uh, I watched them bat. They used them in a, a net session against Rashid Khan. It was absolutely fantastic to watch him play uh, Rashid Khan for five minutes in a net. Um, Brian Lara, I think, is 53, 54 years of age. Had lost nothing, absolutely nothing. In fact, of the West Indies batsmen I saw on show against Australia in the Test Series, by far the best and most accomplished-looking West Indies batsman was Brian Lara over the course of the summer. Uh, he still hasn't lost it. He plays uh, lost. He plays in uh, some legends cricket, some experienced, uh, you know, uh, the old timers cricket, and is an absolute standout as you would imagine. Uh, and has now decided that he wants to be a commentator, uh, and he's he will be a very good commentator, Brian Lara. So that was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm sure we'll get to catch up a bit more, Smithy. But we also have Nick on the line, who no doubt wants to catch up with you. Come in, Nick. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? G'day, Nick. Good Good morning. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, likewise, Smitty. I was actually up your way on the weekend at a wedding in Havelock. Didn't make my way to Turks, but uh, it was very good up there. Um, well, so the funny, black cat, funny I, thought, 
I was just going to say, I go? went to a wedding in a wedding in Havelock over the weekend as well, so didn't didn't catch up with you. But um, there you go. It was my son's wedding, so we had a, a great time. Where was your wedding? It was at uh, the Tiwanga Estate there. Oh, Out lovely! In, uh, Absolute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bloody good. It was bloody good. It was very. It was. It was pretty wet. About to be honest, up there, the apples looked good. Not much else though. But um, no, yeah, this, the black cat. This, the yep. black cat. Tim Southey. Tim Southey's captaincy. I was. I couldn't work out. I was so baffled. Like just in general, the last two years, how they how they've been using Neil Wagner, and then. Tim Southey in that first test, it was just bizarre. I just didn't understand why he was on the park. It was like a total suggestion, but he didn't trust in the bowl. It was, I found it quite strange. I don't really know why he, he sort of drifted out, given his record and, and what he's done wrong. But but anyway, the second the second test, obviously, we were, we were unlucky. We had the better of that. And, you know, the one-day series, I think, um, showed that we were the better side. It's interesting to see... Just completely different Kane Williamson with the bat over there since the captaincy went in the test matches. I don't know if that's, uh, he'll probably never say it is, but I wonder if that's related. Um, but um, I completely agree with what you're saying about the, the, you know, going forward, if we want to be involved in test matches and play more than two a year, then we definitely need to be cleaning up things like Pakistan, even in their own conditions. But uh, also, lastly, just on the Big Bash and uh, Aussie Summer in general, um, that's like I fell in love with cricket watching, you know, watching those sorts of series in the in the you know early two thousands with their great teams. And part of that was like the learning with all the commentary, and it was it was bloody good to have you a part of it. And I thought you did a great job. Uh, Nick, thank you very much for that. It was the time of my life in terms of recent commentary. I've got to say they were uh, brilliant to work with. Uh, every single one of those uh, men and women that you work on air with uh, have been absolutely superb, and the behind the side, uh, behind the team, uh, the behind team is just unbelievable. I, 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 when uh, when we get a moment or two um, in the next couple of days, we, I'll t- I'll tell you a, a little bit about working for Fox and just how how big a production it is and how dedicated they are to uh, cricket coverage in Australia. And the good news is they've got it through into uh, 2031 which is phenomenal news for uh, cricket followers, but also for those that uh, work within the industry over there. Uh, hey, Nick, thanks very much for your call. Uh, we've got a, a, a spare minute here. Uh, we've got to go to a break. So uh, thank you very much um, uh, to those people that called in. Stephen, we'd love to hear from you tomorrow. Um, and it was um, interesting, Nick, those points. I don't know if uh, Neil Wagner, the bowler, is going to be the same bowler under the captaincy of Tim Southey as he was a brilliant bowler and tactician. Uh, against Kane Williamson. I certainly hope so. We need Neil Wagner. We certainly do, particularly without Trent Bolt. We'll be back soon.